To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HIPAA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Your Village podcast. Parenting beyond discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50-plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. Questions today, there's two of them about siblings. But first, happy summer, everyone in the Northern Hemisphere and happy winter for everyone in the Southern. We made it through the school year, so that is a huge relief. So glad to be done with that part. Other than that, We're still home exclusively, almost exclusively, but my oldest son and I have been able to get back to some swimming. So we are going three days a week. We have to reserve a lane at our local gym outdoors. Can't share lanes with anybody not in your family. Of course, he swims way faster than I do. So I make him do yardage, more yardage than I do. Um, Our youngest son has been able to go back to the skate park. Each of our kids have been able to have a few play dates, just one kid at a time, either one at their house or one other kid over here. So that's been nice. We've gone out to eat at restaurants with outdoor patios a couple times. Even though they aren't doing any summer camps, these little things have really helped everyone in our family's mental health a lot. So I hope that everyone out there is getting to do a little bit of that, some of that. 
our family is really lucky that both their dad and I can do our work from home. So that's been very fortunate. It's helped us stay out of the public as much as possible. Sometimes it still feels really surreal that we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Some things are really limited and some things are not so limited anymore. So I guess we'll see how this all plays out. I really hope this starts to go down soon. Okay, the two questions today about siblings, but the second one is actually about aggression. So a toddler being aggressive towards his younger sibling. So that question can help parents with toddlers exhibiting aggression, whether it's with a sibling or another child. So the first question is from Ashley M. She wrote, hi, Erin, I've begun to listen to your podcast in the past two months and I've been learning a lot. I feel like I finally found a source to fill in the gaps and refine my parenting abilities with our two children especially since the past year or so, I've really struggled with some big life changes as well as growing an increasingly challenging personality of my oldest, recently turned four. I've been hearing really great ideas on how to connect with my older child, altering our disciplinary patterns and investing in more positive attention, but my youngest is 16 months old and I worry about him a little when it seems like the lack of time I have to invest directly or solely into him. We moved cross country when I was eight months pregnant and I've had a really difficult first year in our new state, adjusting to life, dealing with his very needy older brother and me struggling through the postpartum period and not feeling up to all these daunting challenges. I haven't really been the mom I wanted to be this past year. I've been sleep deprived, struggling with anger and experiencing a lot of postpartum anxiety this time around. I fear I've been so engaged with and exhausted by his older brother that I zoned out or sunk into my smartphone more than I would like to admit around the baby. I would like some tips on how to strengthen the parent-child bond with a 16-month-old and also advice on finding better time and attention balance between kids and now two children. The oldest is very extroverted and seems to really monopolize parental attention to where the baby is more introverted and often more overlooked and he seems to have adapted to this. But I'm a second born child and I hate that he isn't being invested in as much by us. His older brother goes to preschool twice a week. I'm with my younger one fully for one of those two days and I work on the other school day. And I'm with both boys all other five days. My husband is a very involved dad, but works a lot of overtime on nights and weekends, so I'm often doing this solo parenting. Okay, so first, Ashley, I love how you shared so much insight, not just about your two kids' personalities and how they're playing out in this situation, but also about how your own struggles are interplaying and your family position in your childhood is as well. So these are all really good things to make note of, to be highly aware of, so that we can move forward towards a solution. So this is great. I think the move was a lot to take on, especially at the end of a pregnancy. It probably had a real profound effect on this situation about the way your older son reacts with so many changes so close together, the move plus a new baby. Also, you know, you moving away from friends and having that support. I hope that this is behind you now, these struggles for the most part. Hopefully the postpartum anxiety is also waning. I know it's really hard to carve out any extra time with everything else going on. But if you're still suffering with this anxiety and some of these struggles from the move and the postpartum, all the changes, if you can get some treatment for that, finding some time once a week for therapy, um, maybe some medication if you need some help with that, 
even once every other week for some therapy. And actually, there's so many options out there now for online therapy, too. It just makes it so easy these days, not having to get out in public if you don't have to. Saves the time in driving back and forth. If you can just carve out that time, get that private time in a, a room by yourself. Um, and it's something you just do right now from home. So if your husband can help with the kids, just get you that free hour every week or even every other week for that self-care. It's one of the best things you can do. And I've done this through my periods of emotional struggle. One of the online therapy resources, there's a bunch out there, but one was even a sponsor for the podcast back in May called Better Help, H-E-L-P. Uh, they gave the listeners a special offer, so hopefully it's still going. If you want to check them out, see if they look like a good fit for you. They gave 10% off to Your Village listeners, and you can get that by going to the specific URL, betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P dot com slash parenting village. You can check out their offer. Now, I know I really rely on friendships as well during hard times, and I mean, I, I rely on my friends anytime. They keep me sane, but they also really help me when I'm struggling. So a move was likely took away this source of support, at least the in-person support. And, you know, phone calls are nice, but it's just not the same as that face-to-face -face support that you get from your friends when you really need it, especially when you can have a play date and you can sit and talk and chat and just relax. It really helps. So with that missing, it was just a lot of change, a lot to take on. So I hope that you've been able to start connecting with some new friendships as well in the new place because that will help a lot too. And that takes time. Unfortunately, those friendships can take some time to build. But those are a huge source of support and help for our mental health. So some good news also with this is that with all of this being recognized with what you've shared with me, you can plan for it. You can set up some boundaries around it. So the older son, if he's not getting time alone with at least one parent, this can be really helpful. And I know you said you've gotten lots of tips on this, but I just want to cover this because it's really important. 20 minutes of playtime or snuggle time or reading while the younger brother is napping or any other times, usually by four, the naps are shorter. So if they're not gone altogether, so there should be some time in there where you can have some one-on-one -on -one time with him. So setting that aside will greatly reduce the need for him to be looking for and trying to get attention and monopolize that attention in other times. This one-on-one -on -one time for kids goes a really, really long way. So with this, he should be less needy during the other times. It also gives you the space to say, your time with me is with at 2.30 today. Right now, it's your brother's turn. So basically, what you wanna do is you wanna figure out how you can schedule some one-on-one -on -one time with each child. This doesn't mean it always has to be you. It could be Sunday afternoons, you each take time with one child, and the next week it switches. Even dad taking one of the kids to the hardware store, helping pick out a new doorknob. It's still special time. It gives a chance for conversation, for teaching, for connection. You might have a little family time together, and then each of you takes one of the children off to do something specifically with each one to give them that one-on-one -on -one time. So the other day, I took my older son to the bank and to the grocery store. It's really funny how thrilled he is just to get out of the house. And also, they just love this one-on-one -on -one time. They don't care what it is for the most part, as long as it's connected. If it's the two of you, if it feels special, if they feel like they're getting your attention. It's a, so it's the time that the two of us were able to bond. He helped me pick out food at the store. He gets to pick out stuff that he likes and choose out some dinners. At the bank, we were able to talk about what I'm doing at the bank and why. 
I actually needed to print out a statement from my business account, and it gave us an opportunity to talk about all kinds of things related to finance, money management, or anything. Now, obviously, this doesn't um, this doesn't apply to your younger kids so much. Now, at four, you actually could start talking about some money, what money is, why you save it, what a bank is about. You can have all those conversations around just general outings, and it's great. Or you can talk about anything they want to talk about. They tell you about their latest Lego building that they made. It's just that time to really connect and they get to feel like they are the center of your world. So I recommend sitting down with your spouse, setting up a schedule for some one-on-one time where the boys can each get some time alone with one parent. Three times a week would be great. Anything more than that is above and beyond. But if you can just get three times a week with each somebody with each child. So each child get three times a week with one parent or the other, hopefully two times with one and one with another. So it's not always one parent pairing off with one child and another parent pairing off with the other. You want to switch that up so that there's the connections all the way around are are going and building. Now, obviously that one day your older son is at preschool and you aren't working is a great opportunity to spend some real special time with your younger son And anything he likes to do, you can read together, you can snuggle together, you can play, you can throw the ball back and forth, you can teach him how to throw the ball, you can roll a ball back and forth. You can play with any of the toys that he really likes. Um, When they're really young, just whatever they like to do and play with, sit there and play with them, stacking some blocks, doing some shape sorters, all those kinds of things. A snack or a lunch together, just sitting down and eating together, making sure to point out that it's really nice to spend time, just the two of you. Bedtimes are great times too. So on the nights your husband is home and you can, this is great to do. If it's nice you're on your own, it's a bit tougher, but one option is to spend a bit of time with your 16 month old and doing bedtime with him and then put your four year old down after that so they each get time with you. If it's easier, do the books together. So they each pick a book, you all three of you lay down together, you read the books together, the two books together, and then you can put your younger one down and then put your older one down so they each get some attention. So, you know, just some snuggles, some chatting, a few songs, whatever it is you do. If your four-year-old knows his turn is coming next, he will very likely be thrilled to get to stay up a bit later. He'll keep himself busy for those 15 minutes while you tuck in his younger brother because he knows his turn is coming and he should comply with that pretty easily, pretty well. Additionally, for anyone else struggling with this, for Ashley, if you want some more information, the class Siblings Without Rivalry, I talk about setting up these relationships between parent and each child and between the siblings themselves to help build that connection between all the relationships in the home, as well as appreciating each family member for what they bring so that siblings don't feel the need to compete for attention. Also, the class on birth order is really good for parents wanting to understand and navigate the different ages and dynamics that are very common to birth order between and among siblings and family relationships. And of course, individual temperament also comes into play as well because you mentioned that one is very extroverted, one is very introverted. So dealing with each child as an individual, that's where the temperament comes in. So if you're wanting to get a really good handle on these types of situations, interplays of relationships in and among the family, these classes are really key. So those are on the website at yourvillageonline.com. Now we divided the pages up to view the class samples by age group and not 
every age group has every single class available because unfortunately it takes too long to load them all. But all three of these classes I think are on every single page, infants, toddlers, school age, tweens, and teens, because they apply to every age group. Temperament applies to every age group. Siblings are gonna reply, apply to every age group. Same with birth order, every age group, whether the youngest, the middle, the oldest. So those should be on all the pages. So of course members have access to all the classes, not just the ones for the particular age group. We just divided them out that way to make it easier to just see what's available in the age group the parent is most interested in. So you can see all those samples on any of those pages related to the age group. Okay, we're gonna get to the next question. So two sibling questions. We're gonna get to that question about the aggression with the younger sibling and how to handle that work on the sibling aggression issue or toddler aggression in general after a word from our sponsor. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads. Love where you live. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Now that we're back after a word from our sponsor, let's get to the second question from 
Jenna. So she wrote, Aaron, hello, I've been listening to your podcast regularly and recommend to all my friends. I have recently become a member and I'm starting to work my way through the website and classes. I have a very specific question that we need help desperately. My oldest, Logan, is 35 months, oh, not 35, 35 months old, has recently become more violent with his twin siblings, 11 months old, specifically the one who's more mobile. Logan is very spirited, energetic, and sweet boy. However, the twins have seemed to exasperate his temperament to a very challenging level for us all. We enrolled him in Montessori when the twins were four months old, just so he can have his own space for three hours a day, a few days a week. Also, my husband travels for work, so that leaves me alone with all three 14 days a month. The recent problem we have been having is very aggressive behavior towards Matthew, who is almost walking, but very small for his age. He's 16 pounds. Logan will come out of nowhere, grab a toy, and hit him. He also will push him off the coffee table if standing there. My breaking point was yesterday when he took one of his dull Montessori knives and went after him saying, I'm going to cut you. This is turning into a real safety issue around here. I've tried not leaving the babies near him unattended. However, this is not always feasible being the only one home. I've tried time-ins and taking him away to talk. I've tried time-outs, which are a major failure. I've tried not reacting and just removing myself and the babies away from him. I read books about being nice, not hitting. He gets a ton of one-on-one -on -one time, especially when my husband is home, and we make a point to just take him places with one of us. We have also tried one, two, three magic, but it seems to be losing its magic. <laughs> yes, it can do that after a little bit of time, especially in the same scenarios over and over. Okay, behavior. So the behavior is aggressive and it could potentially hurt one of his younger ones, especially it sounds like Theodore is getting the brunt of it right now. So you definitely want to address it. Timeouts definitely don't work, as I've talked about before. Um, you and you've probably seen the class No More Timeouts on all the reasons why and the alternatives to this, and it sounds like you're using some of those alternatives. So one of those alternatives is coaching with a time in. The thing about turning this behavior around is that it will take some time and commitment. It won't happen overnight. So 35 months, it's just shy of three years old. So the concept of empathy is just starting to develop around three. So he really has little to no understanding of empathy or of the other, that the other person has feelings and needs and that they're different from his. So he doesn't understand this yet, that his actions could potentially hurt another person. He just knows he wants what his brother has or that he feels jealous perhaps, or he's looking for some attention. So I think there may be some sibling rivalry happening here as his younger siblings get attention for things that he can do, but before that they couldn't like walking. So here are some things to do to work on this. I'm gonna give you quite a few options here and things to really address. Number one, give positive attention to Conrad for things he can do that his younger brothers cannot, especially things that are helpful. So when he helps you cook, even if it's not totally helpful, like setting the table or quote unquote chopping fruit, right? Give him one of those dull Montessori knives, he gets a piece of watermelon and he can chop that up and you can take that, stick it on his plate, so there he's being quote unquote helpful, right? You're engaging him in some activity so he's not free on his own to get into trouble with one of his younger brothers. So bringing him into that contribution will really help. Him bringing you something when you ask. Um, so could you please bring me the towel from the kitchen sink? Could you please bring that, me that fork from on the table? Things like that, getting him involved in that contribution. Um, you don't wanna gush or be all like, you can do so much, you can do this and that and they can't do it. 
but something like, thank you for bringing the towel to me so I can dry my hands. You're such a great helper. Thank you for helping me move the clothes to the dryer. It went so much faster with your help. Thank you for picking that up for your brother. That was so helpful. Also, give attention when he is kind, when he hands them a toy or hugs them, holds their hand to help them balance anything he does that's kind. This helps him understand the behavior you like to see. It helps him internalize the traits you like to see, helpful, kind, that kind of thing. The class, Focus on the Positive, goes some more into this and gives all kinds of labels, gives all kinds of positive labels for behavior that you can use lots of examples on the positive feedback. And then again, all of those labels for behavior that you can use with your kids that helps them build all those positive traits you want in them, the more cooperative traits, helpful traits, that type of thing. Number two, keep reading the books. They will sink in, but he's just at the beginning stages of starting to develop empathy. So he won't be great at it yet but it will happen and the books really help teach these lessons. And they're especially good because it's during a calm and a quiet time when he can really absorb the information and the lessons. And this is when kids learn these things the best, the most is when they're quiet and calm, just like teaching anything, just like teaching math, just like teaching how to brush your hair. You're gonna do it when they're calm and they're not reactionary, when they're not being silly, trying to get attention, that type of thing. They're gonna sink in during those quiet times. So keep reading those books. You may need, because this is number three, you may need to take away toys if he's getting aggressive with them. Your knife is for cutting food or playing chef in the kitchen or whatever he uses it for in play or in real life. If you're going to hurt Theodore with it, I'm going to have to take it away. Number four, you may have to keep them separated. I know this isn't always easy, but if you have to do something where you cannot be there to supervise, you may need to just work on a plan, have a plan. Is there a baby gate you can put up and make that an area for that Conrad needs to go to? A hallway, um, his bedroom, some sort of separate family room where he can just, he can take a toy. It's not necessarily a punishment. We don't want to make it a punishment per se, but it's I if I can't, trust you to play safely with your brothers right now. I need you to go in here and play quietly by yourself. And in 10 minutes, I will come back and get you out. We'll try again. So think about a place in the house you can have, you can set aside, put up a baby gate. We had a hallway that was great for that. All the bedroom doors shut, just the hallway. We'd had a baby gate where I could put one of the kids when they were acting up and um, when they were acting up and getting too aggressive with the other kids where they could just take their toys go sit quietly calm themselves down we'd have a talk about it afterwards and then they would try again so this sets the boundary that these behaviors are unacceptable and he will not be allowed to stay and play in the same area unless he can be kind it's simply a protection mechanism for the other two so this will help him to learn some control i would also coach the empathy before you remove him from the area. Even though he's still working on it, this will help this start to take hold. It'll help him understand that his actions do hurt others. Your brother is crying. How do you think he feels right now? If he says, I don't know, you can ask when you're crying, how do you feel? He may or may not answer, and if not, then you can give him the answer. What I'm crying, it means that I'm hurt. So then you can say, since you hurt your brother, I cannot take a chance on this happening again. So I need you to go and play in whatever this area is for a few minutes while I finish what I'm doing. I'll come and get you when I'm done and you can try again. 
He may be upset, but it really is what you need to do to make sure that everyone stays safe and feels safe to play and explore. And as long as the message is given with that understanding in mind, not out of revenge or frustration, although I know it is frustrating and it's okay to have some frustration in your voice, but simply I need to make sure everyone stays and feels safe. We'll try again in 10 minutes. Just that message will really help him understand and um, help him accept and move into that place to play quietly on his own and then come back a little later. And this issue will become a lot less prevalent pretty quickly. So for parents working with aggression with kids, those are some tips for working on that aggression. Also, some news is the class Teaching a Growth Mindset is up. We got that up this past week. I was getting a lot of interest in this one, so I'm excited to be getting these new classes out more frequently. This is a great class related to education and really life and relationship success because research is showing that kids with parents or a teacher with a growth mindset do not seem to pick it up just through modeling, that it actually has to be explicitly taught. And the benefits of having a growth mindset in these areas of academic success, life success, relationship success is absolutely compelling. So this class covers what it is, how those with a growth mindset view and approach problems, and how parents can teach their kids this perspective. If you aren't on the newsletter and you wanna receive announcements and links to watch the sample videos for the new classes when they come out, like Growth Mindset, and any special offers when we have them, you can go to the website, yourvillageonline.com contact, and fill in the newsletter form there, or if you get the pop-up, Forum that comes up when you go to the site, you can just fill that in and get on that list. Also want to remind everyone that members also now get access to private parenting video chats. We have private parenting chats every week with me. As long as parents send in a question, if my parents on this group send in a question, I will do these chats once a week. The most parent, we have about four to six parents every week come on and ask some questions. I always get to everyone's questions. Um, if you're a member and you haven't been added to that group for those private chats and you want to be, send an email to amy at yourvillageonline.com to get added to that group and come join us in the chats. We love our small parent chats. If you aren't a member, when you join, you get an email with the information also. And of course, members also get access to all the 50, I don't know what we have now, 55 classes, sibling rivalry, birth order, temperament, helping children with aggression and anger, lots of positive discipline classes, tons more classes, and now teaching a growth mindset, so many more. I'd love to see more of you on our private video chats. There's always room to answer everyone's questions every week. It's been a great experience for me to connect more personally with my members and for parents to have that direct access to me as well when they just have those pressing questions they really wanna get answered and they're either not sure where to find it in the classes or it's not fully answered because their situation is very unique, this is a great way to get that done. All right, stay safe and healthy, everyone. And if you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.